hello everyone welcome to the inside show this is shreyas and i have a very special guest today who can provide great insight into higher studies in foreign countries he is one of the very few people who has completed his ms in mechanical engineering from university of washington usa after completing his btech and has further transitioned his career into data sciences and program management help me in welcoming himanshu kapoor hello sir how are you doing hey guys i'm doing well shreyas how are you thank you for inviting me i'm doing just great yeah. thanks thanks for coming it is my pleasure definitely so uh, in this current times uh, where are you located and how are you currently doing with your life and with your career i'm doing good thanks for asking i'm in i'm in florida usa these days um, so as you mentioned um, i moved to us right after right, right after graduating with my undergrad degree um, that was back in 2012 um, did my masters for a couple years and started with Cummins which is a diesel engine manufacturer company did that for 6 years and now recently this year itself i uh, transitioned into a more uh, you could say uh, product management e-commerce space so i'm in florida these days okay cool so to understand your entire story uh, let's go back to the it roper days where it all started and uh, can you elaborate yeah. on uh, how your it roper days were and how it changed you specifically Well, I don't know about any change, but they were fun for sure. Um, 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 I don't know. As as we were talking about before, you know, we started recording all of this. I barely remember any of my time from the classes, but um, but yeah, basketball court, cricket, cricket ground. Uh, you know, uh, doing all sorts of shenanigans with my uh, with my friends. Uh, that's what I remember most from those days. and what do you think about the challenges and opportunities that are present at iits which not many and or you can also compare maybe the doing an ms from a foreign university and about the iits and indian education culture you can comment on that also hmm. um to be honest um uh, uh it's it, there's a there is a lot of difference for sure uh, so what i experienced in ms here uh was at least compared to compared to the newer iits that we had back there like the the infrastructure the laboratories and all that stuff was very well uh, uh established also there was a there's a there's a good amount of funding coming in right so one thing that i feel about india which i think um we kind of lack particularly uh more is I feel like the, the the industry segment in India is uh, is not pumping a lot of money into our educational institutes. So that's one difference that I saw. So you know all the mechanical labs that I had in University of Washington, um, a lot of those labs were funded by Boeing, which is a big you know uh, industry player in US market. And I didn't see that much um, uh, being pumped into IITs even, right? You know uh, the premier institutes that we have in India. income money coming in from uh, industry segment um apart from that you know uh, uh, you know it was a different time for me personally as well like you know when you were in undergrad you are you could be a little bit less focused so i wouldn't compare upon like you know comparing the faculties and all that stuff i wouldn't do that because you know it's it also depends upon your mental aptitude at that particular time how much you take out of it like with whatever faculty and infrastructure you have um but that's one big notice uh, one one big difference that i would like to uh, uh, that i'd like to share with you guys 
And that, you know, kind of uh, snowballs into a lot of other effects. Like, you know, as you have more money coming in, uh, especially from industries, they demand results, right? Uh, so the labs are run properly. Um, there's more focus on uh, uh, industry effective solutions, which I think now with, uh, as much as I follow uh, what IT Roper is doing, I see like, you know, especially focusing, um, I have visibility to do some of the material science work that is going on. Uh, that seems pretty impressive. So I think RIT is definitely heading in the right direction. But I think we need more of that. Right, right. Uh, so how did you exactly uh, get the idea of doing an MS, that to in a foreign country like USA? And uh, were you always interested in mechanical engineering? Like, when did you get properly interested in all this? Well, I wasn't really interested in... Well, I, I think I was a little bit, but obviously my first sense and first choice was computer science because... Uh, throughout my high school, I was good with, uh, with algorithms and, you know, building out uh, codes logically. So I really wanted to go for a computer science degree um, and that too from IIT. Um, but, you know, um, whatever happened uh, with my entrance exam, whatever, it happened. But ultimately, I couldn't find a computer science seat. So I was like, okay, what's, what's the, the next thing that I like? And I like... Uh, physics was my uh, strong suit, strong suit, and like also I enjoyed solving physics problems. So I think that kind of led me to thermodynamics, mechanical problems, and all the mechanical problems and all that stuff. So I think that's why I kind of went with mechanical engineering. Um, I think, and also my father was a little bit of an influence there. Uh, he had a mechanical engineering background, um, ran his own business. Uh, so I think that was a little bit of influence there as well. Uh, but that's how I ended up with mechanical. Um, in IIT at least, but then as far as um, going out uh, for higher studies. Um, so I developed the interest there, you know, I was, uh, during the four years there, I was more interested in solving, uh, in working on energy areas, like, you know, thermodynamics, again, you know, fluid dynamics. Um, but um, as we were discussing earlier as well, those core jobs are hard to find in India, right? Um, so, uh, in fact, to be honest, I didn't even sit for all the placements that were going on during my time um, because I wasn't really interested in those jobs. Um, so what I decided was that, okay, if I can't find anything to work on in this space, then I'll probably study more in this space. And that's how I kind of, you know, um, started looking out that, okay, um, talk to a couple of my mentors around, they're like, okay, you've already got an undergrad degree from IIT. Uh, why don't you utilize that and, you know, uh, see more outside? Uh, so that's when I started looking in, into a couple of universities in Europe as well, because they were doing some of the work in an energy area around the optimization problem. Uh, so I was able to combine my two interests, energy and, you know, working on codes there. And then I looked at some universities in the U.S. Uh, as things worked out, I ended up in the University of Washington. So what exactly is the application procedure and how do you go ahead with this? Well, it's been, it's been, it's been a long time now. It's been eight years, um, but I think more or less, it's still the same. Um, uh, I think again, I think you have to take a GRE, um, right. And TOEFL as well. And there are a lot of online blogs that students can, you know, utilize there. Um, I don't even remember them, but like, you know, if, even if you just Google how to prepare for GRE, they'll be able to come up with it. Um, but one, one thing that I would like to share uh, with guys is when they're, when they're deciding for MS, well, I, I think all of this 
logistical stuff they can figure out from internet it's like, there's a lot of information on internet but i think my two cents there on the whole procedure will be to figure out what you want to do right okay you want to do you want to go for your grad grad school right but um uh, uh do you want to like have you decided do you like do you really want to dig deep and do a phd or you're looking at it from a perspective of okay and uh, this is my ticket out of you india um uh, or you know you are just you know open to opportunities and see okay what i'm doing all all of these options are not bad i'm not saying you know you are not doing the things right way one way or the other um but i think if you realize what you are what you want your ms to be about i think that's the first key step to figure out and the reason i say that is because let's say if you're doing it from a phd perspective right you want to dig deep into it you really want a good research you know a good thesis out of it um then your university search will be different than someone who you know who's thinking about okay this is my ticket out of india and um i want to earn in dollars or you know uh, you know uh, settle outside then that's that's going to be altogether different search for universities and that's the whole reason i say that um and luckily for us you know it it was almost kind of luck for me because you know uh, for us uh, to find the right answers forget that we didn't even knew what the right questions were like you know now uh, you know you being connected to alumni were settled outside and you know what okay, the immigration problems and all that we didn't even realize all of that stuff you know we were kind of playing it in the blind things turned out as they turned out for us they kind of turned out for, for the better but these are the questions that i'm kind of you know uh, prompting current students who are considering to do this to think about yeah uh, so can you tell me more about can you elaborate on the experiences that you've had uh, in pursuing the ms it's for two years right yeah yeah mine was for two years um so my experience was um, um so i knew i was kind of open to it uh, i wanted to study um um into energy sciences and you know energy conversion systems so i went for it and then i was open to the idea of you know converting my ms into phd um but you know pretty soon i started to realize that i'm kind of guy who likes to uh um, like that comes into another debate whether you want to be a generalist versus you know uh, a specialist so i realized that you know i like to you know uh, hover from projects to projects you know solve different problems that's that's what i enjoy doing so i kind of stuck with that uh, so i think within 6 months i kind of decided that okay uh, ms is going to be it for me and then i'm going to probably take a job you know start solving industrial problems around what i'm learning uh, because that will give me multitude of problems to work on um uh, so that was my uh, thinking while going into it but as far as um personal experience in the university campus um the the campuses here are huge uh, they're well maintained um you know like a typical big iit uh, campus that you have um, right there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of diversity as well especially in us campuses uh, so that's one thing that i kind of i think enjoyed as well like interacting with people from different backgrounds in iit i think you already get a little bit of taste of it right you know you kind of leave your hometown you kind of seeing people coming in from bihar from from uh, from tamil nadu from south right from northeast as well so you're kind of meeting people from different backgrounds uh, economic strata as well so you're kind of becoming more accepting it kind of makes you grow as a person so i think it's um 
it's it's like a bigger version of that like you know now you're just not bound to uh, one country but you're meeting people from different countries different cultures so that was one exciting piece for sure and uh, what exactly are the challenges that you faced while moving to another country and uh, definitely when there's too much of diversity it doesn't become that easy because you had a goal to like yeah. to do something like this and so that and uh, moving to one country actually makes it more, more tougher to have a better network to uh, perform better to stay away from your family and so how exactly did you tackle that it was easy for me to tackle that um because <laughs> the reason i joined iit away from delhi was because i wanted to go away from my family you know <laughs> i wanted to leave my home right um so i've always been open to uh, move to new places um, i think that personally helps me a little bit makes it a little bit easier for me personally um but yeah there were still challenges man like um, the biggest challenge that i had uh, personally was was a financial challenge which i'm sure a lot of people relate to again so you know um, one quarter i had a part time job that i was kind of supporting myself with for daily expenses rest of the quarters i was doing ta work you know which was adding about 20 to 30 hours in my on on my week um so those were the kind of struggles you know um, you are even in iit when you are away from home right like i think they would they talked about it that uh, he was like a well coddled you know um, boy in his house and then you know he saw such a transition when he moved to iit um so that transition happened but even in iit you know like you are still being provided by by your parents and then suddenly you know from there you are in a new country you know you are the guy who's looking after your expenses if you want to and you know i was i had it that extra pressure on myself that okay i want to support myself on my own so that was kind of some of the things that i think some people will relate to so you have to accordingly plan for that um, but apart from that like i think um, meeting new people has never been awkward for me so i think there i was all right um one big struggle that i think i had another struggle that i had personally was i wasn't used to attending classes right i think if i could bunk a class i would bunk a class um that was one big struggle that i had um, um going into classes you know feeling motivated to you know attend classes like to listen to the lectures you know gain as much as you can out of those that experience uh, because you know when you are paying that much that makes you realize that okay you are paying for it you want to get as much as you can in iits i think um, as i was saying earlier as well it was a different time for us you know you are a little bit younger uh, you don't realize the kind of opportunities that you have around us have around you so i kind of skipped those classes Uh, but that kind of change in uh, in my grad school that was one other struggle that i had personally yes uh, so after completing your ms uh, what exactly are the differences that you observed uh, in the job perspective in mechanical engineering typically in usa versus india yeah so um you know having stayed out for about 8 years i'm not stayed in europe um but i think i've heard a little bit i think us is um is a distinct economy in that way compared to even other western economies that uh whatever whatever your area you know you can find a job there you know whether you are a civil engineer uh, 
whether you are a geothermal engineer, geoscience engineer, you know, whatever you want to do in your life, you can probably find something or something related to that. But what, and that's why I think a lot of people come here compared to, you know, you have often to go to Canada, Australia, uh, European economies as well. But I think all of those economies lack in certain segments, if not multiple segments, right? Um, but um, us being an international here makes it a little bit tricky. Uh, so as I was talking about, right, like even in my university, Boeing funds a large program in my department, but I couldn't apply for Boeing. And I couldn't apply for 10 other companies that I can name, uh, you know, S&P 500 companies in my area, just because, you know, those companies are, have some defense restrictions, so they can't hire internationals uh, in certain areas. Right, so that kind of starts making it a little bit tougher. Again, it's not that jobs aren't here. It's it's for for core um, uh, for core for core students. It's more about you know you being an international makes it a little bit tougher uh, for you. Um, so that's the scenario here. Um, again, for software guys, it kind of becomes a little bit easy comparatively uh, because a lot more companies are working on that area and they have lot less restrictions from the government itself. Uh, so that's another thing that I think guys should think about, research about uh, when they're planning their move there. So, but yeah, opportunities are there. It's, it's, it's just a little bit more struggle uh, to find that. I know uh, me personally, I think um, when I was looking for a mechanical engineering job, I must have applied to like 200 companies, but I only got one interview call and I had to convert that one. Uh, so that's the kind of struggle that you're looking forward to. It's not that I'm not trying to, you know, uh, uh, demotivate anyone, but I think it's better if you plan that way. As I was talking about uh, earlier, uh, we didn't even knew what questions we had. We didn't even realize like me, Aditya, Vivek, uh, uh, who moved from mechanical, you know, started our grad school directly after undergrad. We didn't even realize we'd be facing these questions. But I think you have, you have a good alumni network. Uh, reach out to the guys. I'm sure a lot of us will help you out uh, as as our time allows. Um, at least you'll get some some right questions to answer. Yes, definitely. Uh, so uh, after your MS, you changed your you transitioned into a data science role, a data analyst role. Uh, so I would yeah. like to ask how exactly uh, that transition was, and there was definitely there could have been a lot of challenges in doing that for applying for those yeah, companies and. It kind of happened naturally for me, to be honest. Um, so, you know, any engineering job, especially core engineering, when I was working on engines, it basically meant looking at, you know, looking at data and making analysis from there. It's a different kind of analysis. It's engineering data analysis, but then that what kind of it makes you is it makes you um, see trends in data, right? It kind of builds your brain that way, kind of builds your aptitude that way. Um, so a typical data analyst job versus an engineering data analysis, uh, your tools will be different, right? But I think you get the knack of finding things in data. So I think that's what kind of happened for me gradually. You know, uh, I've always been the one who does what he enjoys doing. So took an took mechanical because um, computer science wasn't available, but I enjoyed mechanical. So I took it, but then went for energy because okay, let's do that. I'm, I'm, liking that and then took a job in the engine industry because you know I wanted to work with engines but then gradually as I was working that job you know things change priorities change uh, I developed a taste for working in data analysis side of things 
So I gradually uh, took a job within Cummins uh, as a data analyst. And then from there, I started uh, liking the idea of you know, solving business problems and uh, growing my business aptitude. Uh, so that's what kind of pushed me towards product management and program management jobs. And then uh, I think this September, I transitioned into a product program manager role. So how did you transition into this e-commerce world right now? Exactly. Um, so there were two motivations to it. Um, to be honest, uh, one was, you know, a personal taste for solving business problems that I was talking about. And then second, the reason I chose the e-commerce industry was, uh, as I was kind of indicating earlier, um, I think it opens up a lot of avenues for you. Right, you know, uh, I was in the manufacturing industry. Um, you come in, it's a, it's a mechanical engine development company, so basically puts it in the manufacturing industry. Um, you know, the deeper I go into that, the more um, the more niche I'm becoming, right? Uh, and you know, uh, if I think from if I put another variables around myself, like you know, job security, immigration in the US, and stuff like that, that kind of puts me in in a bothersome spot, depending upon you know. Uh, how the economy is doing. Um, so motivation was twofold. One, I did want to solve uh, business-oriented problems. And second, I wanted to be an industry which gives open stores for me in, in different places. So safe to say, you know, FinTech, anything associated with tech is a good place to be. Um, so e-commerce tech is what I kind of um, worked it out with. If that answers you. So I think, uh... I think we have covered almost everything. Um, yeah. So if, if the juniors want to reach you, uh, how exactly can they mm-hmm. ask, ask you any question if they have any queries? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm available on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn will be the quickest way to, not quickest way to reach me, but I think if I don't know you, uh, reach me out there. I think some of the guys also have my number. Um, you can drop me a WhatsApp message, right? I'll definitely, you know, try to respond as much as I can there as well. Uh, emails are a bit slower, uh, to be honest. So it's either LinkedIn or WhatsApp. It's the quickest way to reach me. Yeah, so I think we're done. I think that's that's a great interview. Uh, thank you for being here and uh, thank you for giving this interview. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man, Chase. Um, this is a good initiative. I'm appreci- I appreciate what you're doing um, for your batchmates, for your juniors, for, you know, I did open in general. I think uh, this is a very good initiative. Uh, Best of luck with it. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you again. Yeah. Thanks, man. See you again.